Hey guys. Hey Jesse. Sorry. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm we're good. Gonna, we're gonna do this, you know. It's always something, but okay. Yeah, it's always something. Uh we're sorry we're really, really I do apologize for the for the delay, but uh I updated the NVIDIA drivers and forgot to update the uh the flatback. It's really interesting though that cameras have gone from sort of a widescreen format going back towards a square, like four by three sort of format? Well, four by three, uh, not all of them. I think the Insta360 is uh, 1080, it's 4K. Right. But I'm seeing a lot of, what I'm saying though, is seeing a lot of streamers, instead of doing the the letterbox, they're going back to a, a four by three square for their output. And I yeah. I don't know what to make of that. A lot of people are going back to 4x3. I don't know why. Uh, it's uh, Maybe it's related uh, to TVs or... Maybe, pro- I don't pro- know. You know, uh, maybe they're trying to save space. You know, because it's a lot of the Twitch guys like uh, me and now you. Maybe they're yeah. trying to save space so that more of the game is being displayed and less of the webcam. True. That could be it. Yeah. Uh, because I'm learning as I go uh, on Twitch... Uh, yeah. I have it in widescreen because I like widescreen. I'm a 16 by 9 kind of guy. Uh, you know, see, and, see with you loving retro so much. I am, I am, no, I, I'm even retro in movies. Like, I don't see why people keep complaining about the black bars on top and the bottom. I'm a CinemaScope kind of guy. Right, so you want those bars. I need those bars. Otherwise, it's no longer the movie that was shot. It's a, it's a... Uh, it's a crop. It make image. me look less ugly on my Zoom meetings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would make you look less ugly. It will. Uh, you, you have filters. You can apply smoothing. Yeah. If you have acne, it's gonna make them disappear. Oh boy, that's funny. So uh, yeah, I, I I'm a cinemascope kind of guy. I I love my movies the way they were intended to be enjoyed. Sure. Like if you give me Ben Hur. Without the black bars, because Ben Hur is one of the cine- one of the most beautiful cinemascope movies in history, cinema history, where the black bars occupy most of the image because it's so uh, so thin, because it was shot in seventy millimeter. Yep. So uh, uh, you're forced to have those black bars. If, if you want to get rid of those black bars, you'll be cropping it so much you're gonna be losing sixty percent of the image, like. What's the point in that? Just because people hate black bars? It's kind of weird, but I, I'm, I'm like that. You got different camps uh, in, uh, in yeah. the cinema. So I'm still a pro 35 millimeter shooters versus digital. And uh, I am, I, uh, when I discovered how George Lucas shot the uh, prequels, uh, mm-hmm. episode one, two, three, I almost cried. I shed tears tears of madness because <laughs> he shot them in 2k and we reached 4k a couple of years later so he cannot upscale them anymore he nope. lost the ability to upscale them so there's no way in heck to watch to enjoy them correctly they did make upscales but upscales is like taking a small jpeg and blowing it blowing it up to 4k right so it's it's not it's not the quality it was intended to be. So George Lucas right. made a big blunder and I will never forgive him for that. Oh boy. Yeah, I'm one of those. Okay. Uh, and I must say hi to Ray. Ray uh, his actual nickname 
uh, he's he's my best friend. He he has been when for the black 20 bars plus years, used... uh, 20, uh, 22 years. Uh, he's the guy who taught me all about CinemaScope and everything. Uh, oh, that's cool. But his real nickname is T16 Skyhopper. It's the Skyhopper that Luke Skywalker messes with in episode four. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that's his nickname. T16. Hey, dude. Uh, but yeah, uh, let's get back to Linux. Yeah, yeah. So uh, big things going on uh, today. Yeah. And one of the biggest things is a subject you are going to bless us with today. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I was reading over the article from Planet KDE that you sent me before we went live. Yeah. And I want to know who let this title go to print. Because, guys, if you haven't heard, uh, the best Plasma 5 version ever is what they're advertising on Planet KDE. And I think, I think that's a huge thing to come out swinging, saying that it is the best plasma 5 version yet because you know people have feelings about plasma 5 and i'm yeah. one of them i'm one of the people with feelings about plasma 5 because plasma 5 made me hate kde more than i hated kde to begin with because yeah. of the multi-monitor bugs yeah and you can you can attest to that you and i have spent many a day swearing at KDE's refusal to acknowledge that other monitors exist or any monitors exist if it gets bad enough. Sometimes yeah. you just wind up with no screens. Doesn't matter how beautiful they are when they work if they don't consistently work. Yep. But one of one of the things that the uh did you actually read the announcement that they linked to in the article? Yeah. Cuz they go on to say uh they have a section here. I'm just going to read from it. If you want to put it up for the viewers, feel free. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm working on that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the big multi-monitor refactor, they say, that the display config widget now appears in system tray by default, which I do like. Because uh, if you don't know your way well around KDE, the display configuration is kind of hidden a little bit. Yep. It's not as easy to get to as it would be in GNOME or even, dare I say, Windows 11 when you're trying to mess with your monitor settings. Yep. And, you know, just hopelessly plugging and unplugging and replugging your monitors frantically to try to get something on a display. That, uh, as the kids say, it fails the vibe check. Yep. But, uh, but I'm super excited... Uh, when when are we going to see the beta in Zero Linux? Because I would try it. You would? Yeah, I would try it. Uh, no, nah, I don't use betas, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh, I mean, maybe I'll spin uh, up a maybe I'll spin up a KDE Neon VM or something to get my hands on the beta. Yeah, but well, uh, well that Linux wouldn't do multi monitor. I'd probably have to do it uh, just on a quick live install. Yep. Uh, what do you think about that? Like, that's the big takeaway for me, is if they're saying that multi-monitor sucks less, I want to see what that feels like. But does multi-monitor suck less on X11 or Wayland? 
That's the question. You know what? That's that is a good distinction to make because they're going to be completely different. Wayland feels good, but you can't use it as well with OBS. Yep. You can't use it with OBS at all if you want to do the uh, the NVFBC capture like I depend on. Yep. Yeah, that is true. Uh, but there's another thing uh, uh, that was solved with the latest NVIDIA driver updates related to KDE uh, is no more sleep resume issues like you were having. Oh yeah, I saw that too. That yeah, that they made but... uh, they made improvements on that, and if I remember correctly, I think KDE did too. So it was across the board on KDE and on NVIDIA. I was very excited to see that. Yeah, but I don't know if that applies to full NVIDIA systems only, or say uh, the Optimus system like I have. It's on everything. I it's specifically made for laptops, so uh, it could be Optimus and mainly Optimus. I don't know if NP Control or anything else is uh, would be fixed as well, but uh, those are the main things that address in this uh, point release uh, sure. of the driver. Uh, but. The drivers will be on the Zero Linux repository as soon as the NVFPC patch is updated. Yeah, uh, uh, Keylace does a really good job of updating that very often. Yeah, whenever uh, uh, whenever an NVIDIA driver update is released, I wait for that. Yep. Because I'm thinking of you, <laughs> first hate, and foremost. People you. like uh, you who stream, who need it, basically. Yeah. Uh, uh, I wait for no, NVFPC, uh, yeah. Is is Ripley with us? I think Ripley's been streaming on Linux again. He, uh, Linux and Windows. He, he yeah. jumps between the two. Yep. Uh, but I wait for streamer uh, for for NVFBC to get updated before I push the drivers upstream. I install them first, so I test them. Yeah. Uh, and in the meantime, I wait for them to to update the patch. Then I push to the repository. Yep. Uh, but well, that's cool. Another... You know, always appreciated. Uh, there's a, there's another big big news in the article. Uh, I cannot show oh, the, the article right now because I'm uh, sharing the screen where the article is at. Right. Uh, <laughs> are are you going to go on to elaborate a little bit about the tiling update? Mm, the tiling update is uh, I don't want to talk much about it because it's still uh, it's in its infancy. But right. what I wanted to talk about was that in Plasma 5.27, we are going to see a new entry in the settings related to flatpacks. Ah-ha-ha! So this is how they tackle uh, flat seal. Yes. Uh, in, in Plasma 5.27, it's, still, it's going to still be in its infancy. They're integra- integrating flat seal into the Plasma settings. Uh, so we no longer, we might no longer need, I'm, I don't, I'm not sure how they're going to implement it exactly, but I don't think we, we will need flat seal as a separate package anymore. It's going to be all integrated into the KDE settings. Do you see problems with how it might handle permissions versus having flat seal separated? Are you going to have problems where say, uh, 
KDE's desktop settings override the permissions that it gives flat packs, whereas uh, flat seal would be more direct. I'd have some concerns about that, especially for things like uh, like Steam. When listen, uh, anything when anything is still early in uh, in the early stages, growing pains. I uh, those are called growing pains. So. Oh sure. But KDE has enough growing pains, it really needs to slow down on those. Yeah, uh, and he made a video talking about that. He, uh, he said that people asking us to stop features and concentrate on bug fixes, but uh, we can, it cannot be done because you got your people who are going to say, oh, it's a stagnant release. It's the same release over right, and but, over again. I know. But, you know, who wants a Lamborghini if the wheels fall off? True, but you still. This doesn't uh, doesn't mean that those haters will not are not gonna spread false news. That well, that's true. KDE is dead because. Really... <laughs> there we go. Here comes Teddy. KDE is... <laughs> hey, Teddy. <laughs> that could not so, have been any more well timed. That was perfect. Thank you, Teddy. Yeah. So basically, yeah, that's exactly the kind of reactions KDE don't want. That's why they cannot stop new features, uh, freeze new features while fixing other features. They have a group that concentrates on, on bug fixing while they tackle uh, new features. You uh, can turn it, KDE is like a project car. You can turn it into a drift missile. <laughs> <laughs> If you have a good maintainer, well, yeah, but... But it depends whose packages are you using, what distro, are you, again, you know, Wayland versus X11. Yeah, there's a lot of things to tackle, especially yeah. now with Wayland uh, growing and Xorg dying. Yeah. So uh, if Xorg, because Xorg, as we said in the last episode, it's at its lowest uh, it has ever been uh, commits wise. Uh, yeah. That doesn't mean it's dead. It just means uh, they're giving time. They're giving. Uh, I think it's like uh, one going to sleep and one taking its place. Uh, yeah. But Wayland is not ready yet to take uh, to take Exorc's place. No, no, I don't think so. You know. Uh... I, I see Wayland uh, as an amazing thing. It's amazing, uh, making amazing strides to to become the de facto display manager now. Yeah. Uh, but the problem with it right now is it's not Wayland the problem. It's applications adapting to Wayland. Right. I'm hearing a lot of chatter about you know security problems with uh, with Wayland accessing things. Uh, meant for X11. Yeah. Because so, Wayland really simplifies and gives more direct access to things, which yeah, is good for... It's uh, good for frame rates. It's bad for security. Correct. And uh, like Teddy says, there, wa uh, there was a, uh, a post on Foronix speaking about NVIDIA contributing to the open source. They, they have been for quite a while now, but... It's always, it's still in the bleeding edge and uh, not yet to be used kind of area. Yeah. Uh, 
Now, Steve, I know you're a little bit you're newer to Linux than than I am. Yeah. But uh in the t- early 2010s and 20 teens. Yeah. Uh on all different versions of Linux. Updating the Nvidia drivers used to break x.org all the time. Chat, do you guys uh do you guys remember that? Like a an update with the driver going sideways would just reduce your display to nothing. It would kick you back to a TTY when you'd log in and you're just sitting there feeling stupid. You say it used to happen, but it happened to me multiple times as well. It, you got kicked back to a TTY after an NVIDIA update? Yeah. I'll, uh, to clarify, is it happens to all people who use the non-DKMS driver. Ah, that would make sense. Yep, because the kernel modules don't load. Exactly. You have to, if you use the regular non-DKMS version of the driver, uh, you will have to wait for an actual kernel update to arrive with the driver, to pair it with the driver, so the modules are rebuilt. If you install the driver without installing or rebuilding the kernel modules, you, uh, it's going to you're going to have right a bad time. DTY. Yeah, yeah. That's why the DKMS version were created. Yeah. That way uh, you can install them without having to wait for a kernel update to, yeah. to recompile the modules. When I was They're... when I was running uh, on my MacBook, my 2011 MacBook that I kept going until uh, last year because of Linux. Yeah. Uh, I I learned just how amazing the DKMS was because you know, it was a yeah. legacy GPU. It was, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it, the DKMS saved my hind because yeah. when I started, I started with Arco Linux. Uh, when I started tinkering with Linux, not just using it, but sure. tinkering, I started with Arco Linux. And I used to install NVIDIA, not NVIDIA-DKMS. And uh, Eric may, uh, went as far as make a video telling us, the users, uh if you are using the regular package, you have to, if you install it without installing or updating a kernel, you are in for a bad time. So don't install the driver until a kernel update uh, comes as well. Then you update both together. You pair mm-hmm. the kernel the, uh, kernel update with an NVIDIA if you, driver. If you do update. one, you do them both, and you don't reboot until they're both done. Yes. Uh, he had to make a video about it, so I learned. And then I discovered DKMS. I was yeah. look at, looking then, on the Arch Wiki, which one oh, yeah. should do. <laughs> when you're using Arch, Arch Wiki is your uh, Bible. Yep. Treat it as a, the Arch Bible because yeah. they, have, they might be a bit technical in some areas, but it has uh, solved a lot of issues for me. Uh, okay. Here's the thing. This is how you one, uh, especially new, uh, new to Arch user, should yep. use uh, Arch Wiki. You go to an article on the Arch Wiki. There's something you don't understand. You Google it. <laughs> yeah, you have, which yeah, you usually have... sends you back to a different part of the Arch Wiki, and then you want to have them. Not in... all the time. No, but, uh, sometimes the, it takes. The Arch it takes Wiki. You to... I I think it's kind of like Debian, and you can wind up in logic circles. Yeah, true. Not all the time. There are sometimes. A few times where you go, uh, it takes you to uh, Linux questions. Oh yeah, uh, Linux questions is interesting. Reddit, 
yeah, Reddit. It takes you pl other places. Yeah. Uh, Stack Exchange is one of, one of them. Yep. Sometimes GitHub. Sometimes read, read, GitHub. Here's uh, Teddy. Read, read, read. Zero. Exactly. Read, 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 read. Yes, I do that a lot. Sometimes I fall asleep and I dream of what I just read. That's how much... Uh, when you use Arch, when you hop to Arch, this, is, this is the beauty so of much. it. You learn. Yeah, you learn. Here's, here's why I love Arch. It's very, uh, it's very hands-on. And you, you read a lot and you learn a lot. But if you use something that already works and you need, don't need to do anything, you're, a, as, I, uh, as I say in quotation marks, don't, I'm, I don't mean it in a bad way, uh, dumb user. So you don't learn anything. That's right. what I mean. You don't learn anything. You just use. It yep. works. You don't learn anything. But if you really want to learn the inner uh, workings yeah. of Linux, Arch is the best thing to do. I think to, uh, to to. Arch Linux is like using a uh, manual shift transmission Linux. Yeah. It's exactly that. Good and, metaphor. And, uh, you know, you're not just... You're not just turning the steering wheel, you are actually commanding the car to drive. That's why I prefer real cars over mechanical car, uh, electronic cars, EVs. Yeah. E can, uh, e can, you drive a, can you drive a manual, Steve? I don't drive at all. Oh, okay. Fair. Uh, I can't. Due to There's... my ADHD, I can't. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's definitely a different experience. I, I learned how to drive on a... Uh, a manual stick shift and still driving something without one feels very, very strange. Yeah. The only time I don't like a manual is, uh, I prefer like, a, a scooter because on a yeah, motorcycle, well, a there's, there's enough to do. You yeah. do not need the distraction of shifting a motorcycle. Yeah. Uh, and we're talking stuff yeah. that I like, uh, cars. I use the car metaphor a lot, the cars metaphor a lot yeah. because people understand cars more than they understand computers. Test uh, Wayland on Fedora because, uh, have zero is your main OS. Hey, Ari, thank you. Uh, look at this. You know, people love zero Linux. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, is, uh, is zero G still doing well or is KDE you know. winning people back? I don't know. I cannot say, but no one has mentioned. Uh, no one has ever uh, has mentioned uh, zero G for a while. Okay. So, uh, and I haven't had people contribute for a while, but it's nice. it's fine. It's fine uh, because I'm not talking about it much because there's nothing to modify in it. It's it's it works. It's yep. there. Uh, and they have fixed a lot of uh, issues. The only thing I want to include in the next release is a new uh, context menu entry for uh, Nautilus okay. and uh, Pop Shell. Those are the only two additions I will make. I will not, I'm not going to mess with GNOME too much because I want to deliver it to the users the, the way it was intended to be yeah. delivered. And right. then the rest is up to the user uh, to mess around with. Uh, uh, one last but, thing about KDE uh, when you finish that thought. No, I'm, I'm finished. Uh, what did you think of KDE now having a welcome screen after, you know, after developing Zero Hello to be what it is? 
What do you think? They're not. They're not uh, one do you think it's going to get there? Here's the thing. Uh, the the KDE hello is different than the zero hello. Well, sure. The, the Look KDE at that hello. cute little mascot for one. Yeah. We, we need a zero Linux mascot. <laughs> well, it's the A and the X. I don't know what to create a mascot, uh, how to create mascots, but yeah. the uh, uh, the KDE hello just tells you where the settings are. It's it is going to tell you where the to find the various settings and things like that. The yeah. zero hello is uh, the nitty gritty of the of the thing. You want to fix uh, Pac-Man keys. You want to uh, uh, apply different rices. You want to uh, well, not apply different rices, but uh, restore the uh, uh, out of uh, out of box experience if you mess anything up, stuff like that. It's it's system settings, system right. tweaks. Right. Uh, the the KDE hello is just uh, hello. This is KDE. You wanna go? You wanna do this? <laughs> go here. You wanna go uh, do this? You go there. It's like uh, the police uh, guy who uh, traffic police policeman telling people wh where to go and how to to do things. It's a tutorial kind of thing. So uh, looking forward to it. I don't think it will make it into zero Linux. I will find a way to do, to disable it because <laughs> uh, as far as I I have understood, they they don't want to go overboard with it. So they're right. just going to put a couple of screens, three, four screens. That's it. Uh, uh, so it's, I see it as pointless. I just, I, I might disable it. I will see how it comes. I, I will, I will wait for it and see. Gotcha. Uh, yep. But other, uh, other than that, the main I... subject uh, of the episode today. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's get right to it. Twitter is out for blood. You can say that again. Twitter uh, <laughs> is out for blood. And to answer uh, Ariat, no. Gaming will no longer take place on the podcast. Uh, we might have uh, other... Uh, well, for celebratory ones, might be fun. Celebratory ones, yes. Like you, Zero Linux. Do you want to see that again? I didn't realize we had such a reception for it. They, yeah, uh, we're gonna was... we're gonna have one uh, on Valentine's Day. You're gonna be my Valentine in a game, <laughs> yeah. And we're gonna have one on Easter and stuff like that uh, on celebration times. And in May, on the 25th of May, we, when Zero Linux will hit two years of age, young little baby as it is, uh, but we'll hit two years, and uh, this will be a full-on gaming stream. Yep. From beginning to end. Just just it's absolute Two, practice. three hours, as long as it, uh, as we can handle it, uh, we're going to be, it's a full-on celebratory uh, game, and we'll select a better game this time. Okay. Uh, thank you. Yeah, happy birthday, Zero Linux. Actually, uh, that'll be a cool stream around Valentine's Day, uh, depending on when we do depending on when it falls if it's not exactly on the day i will be uh live streaming from the grounds of katsukan right around uh valentine's day katsukan i don't know what that is it's uh, a different type of nerds uh anime gaming 
uh, stuff like that. My uh, my partner's a uh, uh, fashion panelist there, so I'll be oh. I'll be over there. You might get to see me like uh, catching people in cosplay in the background. Fourteenth, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the fourteenth is on a Tuesday. Right. Uh, well, we do Saturdays now, so it'll be it'll be a little different. Yeah, we'll make it. We'll make it count. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, it's so to, not a full-on stream. It's gonna be uh, like last time, like a, a normal a half podcast and half? for the half and half. Okay. Uh, but yeah, this uh, time we go. We game for longer. Like well, last time, we only uh, game for tw- uh, 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh, this time it's gonna be a full hour for the pod- podcast and a full hour for the. Uh, oh yeah! Now that we got yeah. our act together, Tux Cart Racing. <laughs> that would be cool. That would actually be really cool. We might we might play multiple games. Who knows? Yeah, have a whole thing set up. But uh, yeah, Twitter though. Yeah, Twitter. Just... Uh, they're, they're they're out for blood. They axed all third party. Uh, they axed. They disabled access to the API from from all uh, to all uh, third party applications. No exceptions. No exceptions. Uh, only TweetDeck and the official Twitter app exist. Uh, even Hootsuite got killed, right? Yeah, everything. Everything. That is just wild. You know, I was paying. I was paying five dollars a year for TweetBot on iOS. Yeah. And now it's dead. It's just wild. Like he's he's on. Uh, he's in his villain era right now. Yeah. Yeah. He. Uh, it's like. A lot of people pay monthly for a lot of uh, Twitter clients, third-party Twitter clients, yeah. to use Twitter the way it was supposed to be. Like you got chronolo- uh, your uh, the tweets uh, in chronological order, right? Without ads. Yeah, it was. That's never why Twitter killed it. To. Yeah, that's why because they uh, they were disabling too much ads. money, too much money in ads. Yeah, they lost. They're losing a lot of uh, money on in ads in ad revenue. So they were like, nope, that's it. Bye-bye. And they did it silently. They didn't mention anything to anyone. Nope. Until, until we, everyone started opening their apps and not being able to log in or anything. So and then, what you're saying is that we all got to feel like uh, we got laid off from Twitter too. Because <laughs> that's how so many of the employees found out. Yeah. It's, uh, it, you know, we're, we're laughing, but it's dark humor. It's really sad. Yeah, it's really, really sad. Uh, the result of which uh, I deleted all the uh, Twitter. Well, I had two Twitter applications on my phone. Uh, and I'm not going to use the default uh, application because of the ads. Right. And the tweets not being in chronological order. I have to scroll for like five minutes to find uh, tweets related to the tweet that I just saw on top. Right. It's like what the hell and too many ads and and in the and here's another weird issue okay you know how twitter keeps saying we care about your privacy we don't uh, we don't uh, serve uh, pornographic material and stuff like that right i open uh, twitter in my browser in my browser on my phone and what do i see somebody retweeting shemail uh, pictures well, you know, porn is porn no matter what. Yeah, but 
it's on Twitter and they said, no, it's like YouTube saying we don't have pirated movies. We don't serve erotic movies. And if you search, you're going to find erotic movies and pirated movies all over the place. <laughs> so uh, they don't police their own platform very well. Uh, no. And we suffer as a result. Uh, I never asked to see she-males. <laughs> right, right. And I mean, respectfully, that's that's an outdated term and it's not very nice. But I get what I I understand. You didn't want to see porn, though. Yeah, not on Twitter. Sure, you, that's not what you went there for. It's my it's my news aggregator. It's where I get my news. Right. Uh, so uh, I'm glad I'm no longer using Twitter as much. Yep. I only keep uh, my Twitter account around to get more eyes on the videos that I share, right? Uh, that I create. Uh, so, but that's it. It's only an advertisement kind of thing. I just advertise my videos on Twitter right. and uh, Mastodon because Mastodon alone is not big enough. No. Twitter is thousands upon thousands of times bigger. So Yeah. Uh, it's, I have it's to gonna keep be it. An interesting, it's going to be an interesting landscape to navigate. Yeah. Uh, it's... I'm sad because... But... I'm sad because the Twitter, uh, the Twitter app uh, tweetbot that I was using was amazing. Uh, it even showed me how many tweets I missed from the last time I uh, opened the app. Wow! It's, it puts a small number in the corner, upper right corner. It says you have 37 unread tweets or 137 unread tweets. Oh boy! So, so it's a it's another inbox to to shame you for yeah, not. It doesn't show it on the icon. Okay. It doesn't show it. It doesn't show it on the icon. It shows it when you open the app inside the app. Yeah. I found uh, a similar uh, client, but for Mastodon. It's called Mastoot. It's for iOS, not for Android. Right. Unfortunately. Yes, I'm a Linux user who uses iOS. Because <laughs> uh, uh, all I care about is chatting and checking my mail on and calling on my phone. I don't even play games. But uh, the toot toot again. <laughs> the toot again. <laughs> the the, uh, the 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 thing I I wanted in a even the Mastodon official app doesn't have this feature, the ability to edit your toots. So uh, Mastoot has the ability to edit, so I like it, and it shows me the number of toots I missed. I missed. I really wish they would re rename that. No, they did on the official app, but people wanted it back. Oh, they so, wanted it called Toots again? Yeah, they, uh, they even started a petition to get it back. Petitions are crazy. Wow. Yeah, uh, but Toot is su such a childish term. <laughs> uh, We're struggling. I, I guess it, it's, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny, and it differentiates uh, yes. Mastodon from Twitter. That's true. Now... Uh... So what do you think the future of using Twitter is going to be like for for people who may have never really used uh, Twitter in a web browser? If they keep uh, blocking third-party uh, apps uh, or clients, uh, I don't see a mass adoption, again, by users. Uh, users no. are going to... Uh, Users who are already on the platform, they will stay on the, a lot of them will stay. 
Yeah. Uh, but new users will be less, much, much less. Where do you think uh, they're going to go? I'm not going to say Mastodon because it's still yeah. a bit difficult to get into, especially when, uh, when you, uh, a new user gets confronted with, oh, which instance do you want to register to? Right. Be they don't know. They just want to look know. at stuff. They yeah, they, they just want to register and start using it, not right. register and then get a thousand different instances uh, shown in their face. Yeah, I think uh, uh, I think we may see Discord grow a little bit more. Discord might uh, might grow a little bit more. Uh, and I will. Uh... And, you know, uh, Teddy's got a good point here that Mastodon is an echo chamber. But I mean, honestly, Twitter is, too. Twitter Dis is too. Discord yeah, everybody is. retweets, everybody, you know, everybody reshares, everybody's right. Uh, Facebook is social yeah. media is mostly yeah. Echo and chambers. We make uh, we all make uh, get eyes on uh, on ourselves on our accounts using other people's tweets or tweets right. or whatever posts. Uh, but I am happy to say that. Most of the people I know currently, today, all the developers, all the maintainer, distro maintainers, uh, all the develop, uh, Windows developers and YouTubers, I know because of Twitter. Yeah. And I, I always try to uh, ping them and then w hope for a reply. And when they reply, we start a good conversation. Uh, this kind of thing I like about Twitter. But to be a villain like that, is really 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 annoying so i'm kind yeah. of uh i have to drop twitter i just the way i use twitter is through mastodon whatever i t uh, i toot on mastodon i add a hashtag xp yep when it uh when when i add that hashtag it so does it cross post is that the xp yeah, yeah. xp is uh, you you select what hashtag you want to use to cross post so it's a bridge. So I'm using a bridge between the two. I use XP, and then it bridges to Twitter. I don't use Twitter directly. Gotcha. Not anymore. Are you liking that workflow better? Yes. And uh, the fact that I get a lot more boosts to my videos uh, on uh, Mastodon than I get on Twitter. Huh. Yeah. Uh, whatever I post on Mastodon, it gets to uh, or reposted, as they call it, reblogged, right. as they call it on Mastodon. Uh, maybe a ratio of ten to two. Wow, two to Twitter, ten to. Uh, but then again, Mastodon is a smaller audience, so even if it gets tooted. 10 times, uh, five times more, it's still less people are seeing it because there are less people on Mastodon and Fostodon, the part, the free open source uh, instance uh, versus Twitter. So if it gets uh, retweeted maybe 10 times on Twitter, it's 10 times more people that will see it than on Mastodon. Right. Be because there are way more people on Twitter. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. But... In on Mastodon, you don't get all those haters. You don't get unrelated things. I am into Linux. 
So right. I like to see and into technology as a whole. So of course, I see, I see more technology based uh, discussions on Mastodon than I see on Twitter. On Twitter, it's uh, you got five people talking about technology, another hundred talking about this actor who bit this actor, who <laughs> who stabbed that actor, who raped this actress, and yeah. stuff like that. I, although I don't follow them, but because they're retweeted by people that I do follow, right, I, right. I still see them. I don't want that. On Mastodon, it's much less. So I can concentrate on what I'm interested in. So, yes, uh, Ariat. Uh, it, with patience, it will grow. Uh, yeah. Especially, but with it's the... it's going to take some time for uh, mass adoption. Yeah, uh, just I would request from the Mastodon developers or whatever to figure out a way to make it easier and less overwhelming to join Mastodon instead of showing them the instances like before registration. Uh, or like that as a whole list, overwhelming list, make it right. less uh, overwhelming uh, because we need more people on Mastodon. Uh, it's a beautiful place. Uh, a lot of people migrated over that I know. Uh, so I enjoy the, the discussion over there. And there's another thing they need to fix is the uh, direct message, direct messaging. It's very hard to find the direct message button and the way to direct message a person. So they need to fix that. But the ability to, to edit is amazing. Well, that's good. Uh, just that and the character limits uh, set by default to 500 characters. Perfect. Uh, some, some, you think uh, 500 is a good limit? 500 is a good limit because uh, some people have access to more. I don't know how some instances allow more, I guess, uh, because on Ma uh, on Mastodon, if you're part of Fostodon, you can still see uh, the the toots of people who are not on Fostodon who you follow. Uh, maybe they're on Mastodon.social, not Fostodon. Okay. Uh, but on Mastodon.social, they got a character limit of fifteen hundred characters. Wow. And sometimes that's a lot. Yeah, and sometimes I see send a, articles. You send a whole spam wall out with fifteen yeah, characters. Yeah, I see those. Uh, uh, I see a whole article copy pasted from a website as is on Mastodon. I don't like to see that. That's why five hundred is a good hard limit. Yeah, I don't want to read a whole article on Mastodon. <laughs> I like to scroll and see other tweets. Yeah, uh, but good grief. Yeah. Mastodon needs uh, 1,500 characters. Yeah, 1,500, yeah. And uh, at some point, Elon Musk was uh, saying, I'm going to set the character limit to a million or something, or 10,000 or something. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. That's uh, not a he, tweet anymore. He, he's always high on something. He's always high on something. I hope. I, don't know. I hope that man finds some peace. Yeah, he needs to calm down, come back to Earth. He's still in space, so uh, oh. <laughs> his body is on Earth, but uh, but his mind is in space. Uh, wow! But uh, yeah, more bots and spam. More... Yeah. <laughs> no, he wants spam because he likes to eat spam. Hey, I like to eat spam too, but that's the only kind I like. I want to eat yeah. spam, not read it. Yeah. 
and spam uh, don't get me started on spam especially on twitter and gmail now gmail's and uh, uh, spam blocker is getting worse these days gmail's algorithm has been very strange yeah. uh i i feel like i'm getting emails late true that's one two less uh, the spam filter is not really functioning as well as it used to no, because uh, they sell your they sell your information. Yeah, so but you before get ads that look like emails, and it's disgusting. Yeah, they're very now. Uh, the advertisers know how to disguise their stuff very well. It's really I, bad. Uh, I had to use a third party service, uh, pay for it. Basically, I had. To I, pay, I'm thinking uh, about going to Proton Mail. I'm thinking about that too, but the problem is. Uh, I need an adtechzero.com email domain. So ProtonMail doesn't really give you that unless you start paying. Right. And their prices are higher than Google's. Uh, right. But because they have privacy and they have all these things more than Google. But uh, I'm using adtechzero, which is my real uh, username everywhere on the internet. That's how yep. I started my uh, my career, my whole thing on career. Online. No career is fine. You yeah, have a career I, now. Yeah, I started my career as uh, as a user a username Tech Zero Technology. I know Tech Xero Technology. I know because Xero means I know in Greek. Uh, so that's how I started, and then I evolved uh, on uh, when I switched to Linux. I needed an alter, alter, uh, alternate persona, uh, so I had to keep looking, digging, 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 not dicking, digging. <laughs> uh, well, today's video has gotten demonetized, no matter what happens. No, I don't think so, because the music I use from Twitter, from YouTube. Right. Uh, but uh, I started digging around, and I I like Diablo, the game. Right. So that that is darkness. So right. I was like, I need something with dark in the beginning. Darkness, I know. Dark zero. <laughs> so dark <Okay>. zero. <laughs> so I created my alternate. Uh, and now we're here. For... Yeah. So yeah, uh, the Linux uh, uh, the Linux uh, world has not seen a lot of changes, but KDE is has definitely uh, right. been doing a lot of hard work. Uh, yeah, and so NVIDIA far. really needs to calm down too. I feel like every week we're at least touching on a point release for yeah. the NVIDIA drivers. Yeah, they're they're releasing point release after point release after point release. I see it as good because do you think it's an do you think it's an effort to look like they are doing more than than they actually than are AMD? Oh, uh, no. Because AMD receives point releases much more, more often than NVIDIA. Uh, I see uh, AMD uh, updates uh, a lot uh, because I have AMD in the, in the shop downstairs. Right, I right. I see a AMD driver updates with Vulkan updates, with Lib32 Vulkan 3D and stuff like that uh, more often than NVIDIA. Uh, but NVIDIA doing more is good because they were oh, dormant yeah. for a long time. They well, were dormant it's... for a long time. Well, that's what happens when Anonymous comes for you. <laughs> I think they yeah. got scared. 
yeah, I guess uh, they were pressured and they needed to be pressured by us, uh, the users. Well, uh, uh, the, yeah, Anonymous gave them a, uh, put them on notice like, uh, like Kira. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. They, uh, they wrote NVIDIA's name in the book. Yeah, in the book. Uh, uh, in, in the Death yeah. Note. In the Death Note book, yeah. Uh, by the way, where are you at in Death Note? Did you? Oh, uh, not finished yet. Uh, still, still quite enjoying it. I'm, I'm watching about an episode to five episodes a day. It depends because uh, we are we're getting ready to move, so I don't have time to sit and binge the whole thing. But uh, uh, you're what, enjoying what happened. Um, I guess I'm. Uh, Deep in the Yotsuba group arc of the storyline. Yeah. That's the part where uh, uh, kind of... I don't want to say too much in case there's somebody newer on, but right when um, the fake broadcast saying who Kira was. Oh, yeah. So I don't know. I, I haven't seen the announcement be made. Like he's speeding in the car trying to stop it, and that's where I went to bed. Oh, yeah, that's uh, that's at the beginning, you're still at the beginning of the collaboration between him and L. Okay, you didn't, re you didn't reach that part yet. Okay, oh, with uh, with Kira and L, yeah, yeah. it's it's crazy how they've done that, but I don't want to, I don't want to <laughs> take us on too oh, much. Oh, that's tangent. the best part, that's the best part. It that's is wild could... to just watch the back and forth. Yeah, it it get, it gets you tired at some points. Yeah, You're like oh it's come a, on, it's an emotional <laughs> roller coaster. That's what makes this show amazing. Uh, I would watch it again and again and again nonstop. Oh, I can see it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a oh favorite Teddy, for you me. need to watch it. Yeah, Teddy, you need to watch the, the whole thing. It's cause... so good. Oh, it makes your brain reevaluate the the meaning of life at some right. times. You walk around wondering if anybody's telling the truth about anything. Yes. <laughs> yes. I had that happen to me uh, when I finished watching because it took me three days to, to watch the whole thing. Yeah. Because uh, I went 24 hours every right, day. If you, if you did nothing else. I did nothing else. I had no school. It was summer break. Uh, uh, did you watch it when it first came out? Because I imagine you probably... Yeah, it was, it was brand probably new. probably had access to it before we did here in the states yeah uh, i watched it on dvd my brother got it from the source from oh, uh, wow. japan wow he got it from japan when he was in japan uh, it was it was brand new on the shelves uh, in stores he bought it he gave he gave me he he bought another copy for me and uh, I've been watched every single episode. I went three days, uh, 24 hours a day, eating, sleeping, everything in front of, of that thing because I couldn't, I had my eyes glued. Yeah, it sucks uh, you in and you, you just can't stop. No, because it keeps making you anxious and, and yeah. having questions in your mind. <laughs> what if, is it true what I saw? Did he just do that? Right, no, yeah, it's crazy. It. It's so much fun. Yeah, and is is that uh, is that uh, monster bad or good? Right. Uh, uh, oh my god, I was you like know, because I... because at some points, 
because he wants the best for L, he has to do something with the bad people. Right. Yeah, uh, now it's, Kira, it's... sorry, not for L, for Kira. Right. Uh, he wants the best for Kira and he has to go to L and tell L what Kira is doing without telling him what he's doing and him and his apple. And that's this apple thing is just the, the, the icing on the cake. Oh, I love the apples. Yeah, him and the apple. That when you see an apple, you know he's there. Yeah, it's it's so good though. And I think uh, to to uh, get back to wrapping up the podcast here. Yeah, I think that once you start learning Linux instead of just using Linux, it gets like that. Yeah. That that addictive. I have to keep going. I have to. What else can yeah. I do? What else yeah. can I? What else can there's I? There's no dull day. What else can I learn? There's yeah, always there's something no, like that. Yeah, there is no dull day uh, at all with Linux. Trust me, people. When you start, uh, why I want everyone to jo- to start using Linux because on Windows, it's so repetitive, 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 repetitive. Gets boring. Right, just next, next, finish. Next, next, done. On Linux, it's always feeding feeding the mind, keeping the mind fresh, and keeping you on your toes, learning more and wanting more. Yeah. Uh, so join Linux. Sorry, this episode <laughs> went a little bit longer than usual because of the technical difficulties. I'll work everything yeah. out. I'll have to update and wait nine hours for it to update. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, thank you guys for yeah. everyone that uh, joined the stream. Absolutely. Uh, uh, what do you guys? You guys really liking, you know, we're second episode in of the new live format. I think this yeah. is a lot more fun. It's cool to engage with the chat. It keeps yeah. us uh, on topic, sometimes takes us off. I it like it. It, yeah, it was a good it's... change, and I think it, we should absolutely stay this way. Yeah, I'm going to keep it this way. Uh, and I would, uh, okay, Teddy, live is really nice. We'll yeah. keep it. Uh, but uh i want to announce before i go uh before we go close up uh that you will be seeing me later tonight again <laughs> or later this afternoon for the east coasters at 3 p.m east coast time uh oh are you streaming the... today yeah uh, every saturday with uh matt on the linux cast wow yeah two podcasts in one day <laughs> that's uh that's, amazing. That's how you say you stay busy and uh, you keep on your toes. Uh, but you'll see me again uh, at 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Linux Cast podcast as a guest, of course. Uh, Way to go. And, Congratulations. Thank you. And uh, one other thing, uh, my thing of the week, uh, app of the week, is uh, something called Legacy Update. I'll include it in the show notes, of course. Uh, it's uh, you know how uh, on Windows XP and 2000 and 2003 and I think Vista, you, you had to go to a website and when you go when you click Windows Update, it opens up win, uh, IE uh, to a website and then you select which updates you want and you click Install and it does yeah. a web install. Yep. Uh, those were deprecated by Microsoft ages ago in 2014. Right. But someone, and I have a link to the MJD's video in the uh, at the cards or whatever. 
but suffice it to say, he found a way to redirect. The files are still there. The security updates and everything is still on Microsoft servers. Just the link is dead. The redirect is dead. So he managed to figure wild. out. Yeah, he found a way to uh, redirect. You, go, you just go to uh, legacyupdate.net. And it's exactly the uh, Windows Update V6 uh, for XP and uh, stuff like that. Uh, except he added his social media links on the left pane at the bottom. But I updated my Windows XP in my VM uh, <laughs> yesterday. It's that way because I, I, I don't know why I craved, suddenly craved to play uh, Motocross Madness 2 and Midtown Madness 2. Uh, Sometimes so it's needed... just like that. Yeah, I just wanted to play old games, and in order to play them, I needed Windows XP. So I installed it. Now it's up to date to 2014, 2013, latest updates available then. Uh, every single update. It took me two hours to update, but I had over 600 updates to apply. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, I'll have everything in the show notes. Thank you guys uh, for, for being here. Oh. Uh, oh, wait. Ariad, he misses a light theme. So. Oh, wow. Up. Light theme. Oh, you like a light theme. You're one of the few. You're <laughs> one of the very few. <laughs> ah, I hate the light theme. It makes my eyes hurt. Uh, but anyway, see you on Saturday, guys. All right. And, yeah, uh, don't, forget to, don't forget to catch uh, later today. Double yeah, stream action. To- Double stream action tonight, uh, this afternoon at 3, p- uh, 3 p.m. Eastern time. I'll be there with Matt and the gang. All right. Uh, so we'll uh, right. we'll see you guys next Saturday, uh, same time, 10 a.m. Eastern. Same bad time, same bad channel, as Linus says. I don't want to steal it from him, but that's why I added as Linus says at the end. Right. But, uh, yeah, we'll be we'll catch you. And this time we won't make you wait six minutes before we go online. Six whole minutes. All right. Yeah. Bye, guys. And yeah, take care. Peace out.